entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on the air. 77 WABC. Ooh, it's Christmas in New York. Stroll down on Broadway. Dinner and a show. And the glitter of the great white. That is Tony Orlando bringing us back. You know, Tony has a weekend show here. And this is from his Christmas album. Uh, Tony Orlando. Christmas four days away. And I'll tell you what you should do. You should, you should line up your Christmas music for Christmas Eve. Include this one in there. And it's not too late to get Mark Stein's Christmas album. Okay, and so just have yourself, Tony Orlando, Mark Stein, who could ask for anything more on Christmas Eve? Hi, Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, James. That's actually a, that's actually a rather good song. Uh, I, I thought uh, Tony Orlando was pretty good. That got me, it's, I mean, it's irrelevant now because in COVID world, you can't stroll down the Great White Way and pick up a <laughs> box of candy canes. That whole world is gone now. The, uh, as, I can't get over the, like peppermint. I mean, who knew? It who turns knew? out peppermint is all made round the back of the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese are just sitting on the, it's all on one of those container ships, you know, off the, uh, off that port in uh, California and it's, uh, and it's what are they going to do with it when finally in July they unload the candy cane? Who's going <laughs> to? Oh, it goes great. It, 4th of July, it, there's nothing better than candy cane. And then they can hang the 4th of July hot dogs from the Christmas tree in 2023 or whatever. Mark, where, what is happening to this country? There's a story in BizPack Review today that Democrats are urging health officials to start. Here we go, up to mandate a vaccination or a negative test for anybody getting on an airplane. And then you had that representative out in California the guy that used to go out with the with the Chinese agent Fang Fang or whatever her name was. Yeah, Fang Fang. Fang Only Fang. Fang twice. Fang <laughs> 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 uh, Fang Fang. That's <laughs> I like that she uh, she uh, she was uh, getting hit on by some eighty seven year old Midwestern mayor in his car. Uh, and he had no idea why this uh, this Chinese hottie was all over him. And she said it was to improve her facility. She'd always wanted to improve her facility with the English tongue. So make of that what you want. <laughs> Which is a Roger, I think it's a Roger Moore line from The Spy Who Loved Me. So. <laughs> and then so you have Fang Fang's guy, Eric Swalwell, saying that it is 100% baddie that unvaccinated people are allowed, allowed to get on airplanes and fly. Yeah. I mean, they're serious about this. It's it's actually, they, they are actually moving towards two-tier citizenship here on, on this. And what I find odd, I mean, once you once you enter this world, if you accept the state has the right to make rules like that there's there's no end to it i mean uh, up in ontario the public health officer said that people who had had three vaccination shots in other words they've been double vaccinated and had the booster they shouldn't mix with double vaccinated so actually the airline is the perfect what? place for this yeah if you've just got if you're just some double vaccinated knuckle dragging stump toothed 
vax denier with only two shots, you shouldn't be mixing with the three shot people. <laughs> I mean, and this is perfect for airlines. You know what it's like if you're ever at LaGuardia. And they said, we're now ready to uh, begin boarding for uh, Delta Flight 473. And you think, oh, that's great. I'm, uh, I've got the platinum, platinum air miles. I'm going to be first on the plane. And there's someone who's double mega super platinum who goes ahead of you. And that's, and that's the way to, we'll, we're now going to begin our boarding with those who've been, and you think, oh, great. I've got double jabbed. I'm going to be right on there. I've got the double vaccination. And they say, we begin our boarding with those who've been sextuply vaccinated. And Eric, Eric Shagdwell, Eric Shagdwell and Fang Fang will be swatting on ahead of you and you'll be right at the back of the line. So it's, it's made for airlines, this vaccination tyranny. Oh my gosh. Out in San Francisco, things are so bad that the mayor actually wants to have police on the street now. And, and <laughs> crazy gal. Yeah, imagine that. The crime is so out of control, the mayor wants to actually hire police. And you know what, Mark? The, the local politicians are aghast. They don't. I have to ask you, how can you possibly see what is happening in that city, see the smash and grabs, the record homicides, and then when the mayor says, I think we need to have some police officers, you raise your hand and you say, no, we don't want no cops. Now, yeah, they're saying that's the old-fashioned way and that, you know, what we need to do is have counseling about it. Uh, and there should be more social workers. Uh, it's the Jen Psaki thing that all this crime is is driven by COVID. These people just haven't had enough booster shots. Uh, and if you haven't if you haven't had the fifth or sixth booster, apparently, if you just had like four or five booster shots, you're overcome by terrible urges to like throw a brick through Nordstrom's window and and take everything out of there. I mean, these people actually mean this. And San Francisco holds a special uh, place in my heart because it was just the first American city I ever visited on my own when I was a a teenager. And you left your heart there. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't leave it there. I mean, I put, I, I put it on a, a side table for two minutes and when I turned around it had gone. I think that, <laughs> that's Tony Bennett's thing. I, 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 uh, I misplaced my heart in San Francisco, but, um, I, uh, but I, I fell in, I thought this is great. This is an American city. I went to, what was it called? Swenson's ice cream parlor. I had a flavor of ice cream that I'd never had before. Might even have been peppermint direct. Uh, well, it, I think in those days, peppermint came from America. It didn't have to be shipped from Wuhan. And I thought it was a fantastic city. And the last time I was there, the last time I was there, I was absolutely aghast at what uh, Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein and all the rest of that crowd have done to a great American city. San Francisco's turning into Detroit, uh, but it's doing it on an accelerated pace. And, uh, and, and, and these crazy prosecutors, these George Soros prosecutors, uh, the mayor, the mayor is the second least crazy person in the town. Ta- in Democrats, it is the, the mayors are the second least crazy person and the DA is the absolute craziest. This unbelievable. Okay. Now let's turn our attention to Joe Manchin. 
He be, he bestrides the world like a colossus. Okay, Chuck Schumer says, screw you. We're going to have a vote anyway because I want everybody on record, not just to say what they are gonna, how they're going to vote on TV. You have the L.A. Times editorial saying that climate change is ravaging planet Earth and Joe Manchin's obstinate cannot be tolerated. And yeah, I, I think that I think Joe Manchin is now actually I read that L.A. Times editorial and I think Joe Manchin is actually causing rising sea levels in the Maldives. So it's probably it's probably uh, true that he is solely responsible for, for climate change. I mean, I love the way th- this bill has no connection to reality. Um, it started off, I think, as 3.5 trillion. And Joe, they're all mad because Joe Manchin did all this cheese pairing thing and cut it back to 1.75 trillion. And we're supposed to be impressed by that, but it doesn't really make any difference because neither the 3.5 trillion nor the 1.75 trillion actually exist. So right now, America, uh, the U.S. government is 30 trillion dollars in debt. No one has no one in human history has ever paid back 30 trillion dollars. <laughs> and when you talk to these people, they've got no interest. So, so in a sense, they, the Democrats don't see what it's just make believe money. What's Joe Manchin so upset about? Why can't we just have a, you know, a 37.5 trillion dollar bill? And the and the at some point, at some point, uh, Chairman Xi in Beijing <laughs> He's stroking his chin, chin, and he's thinking now. Uh, what would be the what would be the best time? I'm just toying with the Americans at the moment. <laughs> just uh, just playing games with the shortage of candy canes. Just winding them up a little. But uh, what, when when shall I actually pick the day to yank the rug out from under the U.S. dollar? And and so God bless Joe Manchin from talking it down to three. Three point five trillion to one point seven five trillion, but it should be about a you know a buck seventy nine that bill because that's all that's actually in the U.S. Treasury. Goodness, now Democrats say they're going to uh, play hardball with Manchin. His 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 coasting days are over. They're mad now. They're stomping their feet. They're gnashing their teeth, and they're you know the horns are coming out. Oh, I'm sorry, they've always been out. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what should old Joe exp- first of all do you think that this is just a temporary setback or did Joe kill the build back better welfare eternally program well i think he has to be i mean th- the point is their contempt for him and his state um and if you look at sort of serious political thinkers like bet midler for example <laughs> bet midler Ben Midler has been tweeting that Manchin is is some, you know, she's going on about him being some inbred redneck from a, a totally <laughs> backward state. I'm amazed. West Virginia actually has a higher literacy rate than New York. So if you're like West Virginia and you know uh, three-syllable words, you're not going to sit there and take it from Bette Midler uh, telling you you're just some inbred swamp and nobody should pay any attention to you. So the effect of this politically, I think, you know, no one is going to vote for Joe Manchin if he caves to these, uh, you know, the Democrat Party heavyweight thinkers like Bette Midler. Wow. 
Well, here we are, four days left for Christmas. Where can people get your Christmas album? Where can they visit you during the week, Mark? Uh, well, you can get the Christmas album at uh, Amazon and iTunes and all those kind. Of, I think I'm not sure if it's on Spotify. I tend to follow Taylor Swift and think uh, Taylor <laughs> thinks she doesn't need to be on Spotify, and I'm with Taylor on that. Uh, but uh, uh, and other than that, you can find me at uh, steinonline.com. S T E Y N online.com, James. Well, we'll look back for we'll look for you when we come back from vacation. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take some time off, Mark, and I hope you do too. You can come you can come skiing in New Hampshire, which I think, as you just pointed out, is like the second whitest state in the union. So, yeah, I can uh, come skiing there, but I can't vote there. Just just <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mary. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Mark. Merry Christmas to you. Merry All Christmas, right. James. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. Mark Stein, ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy, with you here at WABC. Your call's coming up, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. We'll be right back. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 